how to make sure life extension technology isn't only in the hands of billionaires. This is Founder Wisdom, where we'll answer that question by distilling advice from our founders and the company structures they recommend. Then we'll show you how we are applying that knowledge ourselves. I asked Oval.bio founder Mike Kiamanesh what company structure works best for making sure longevity technology actually goes to the world and not only the elite. And he recommended an open source and decentralized one. And Mike is like the perfect person to ask because his company is literally building a life extension pod. Here's Mike. My name is Mike Kiamanish. I'm the founder of Oval.bio and really I'm more the cat herder than, you know, anything else. You know, longevity life extension doesn't really exist right now, but you know, when it does happen, when it does come about, what does that mean? Will it become more of a luxury item? Will it mean that people that are well off can potentially live multiple equivalent of life's I want to create a system where when this technology is realized, when that does happen, that people will be able to essentially have access to it. And the only way that's going to happen is if it's completely decentralized and the only thing that would stop someone from having access to it, besides being you know, in the very bottom or being extremely disadvantaged, is their own lack of desire or their own lack of self-awareness of wanting it. How does that translate to a business structure that actually makes sure that this technology isn't in the hands of the few, but rather can transcend into the hands of the masses? Starting from the get-go, uh, releasing any ownership, and what that means is, you know, there's actually a lot in here that we could theoretically patent, and we don't. We don't even spend any effort on looking at it because that really frees us up. You know, the most unexpected thing is like that when you stop worrying about IP protection you actually really do generate a lot more IP. The reason is that, you know, when you're worried about IP protection, you're not going to pursue certain things because you think you may not be able to protect it, that someone will be able to copy it or rip it off or it's too close to something else. When you stop worrying about that, the only thing that you care about is how efficacious or how good what you're looking at is. So it seems the first novel thing about your business structure is the lack of interest in IP protection. I mean, you hear open source software a lot, but this is open source software and hardware. Hardware and finances and business plan, everything. Because, you know, more than anything, uh, more than a company, really, I'm trying to build more of a movement. The value of removing money as a motivating factor and why the finance is being completely open and seeing how money is spent and everything is that people that are getting into this or looking to take a chance on us or um, you know buy the products, et cetera, and support our cause, know that it's not going towards making me buy a Ferrari or something like that, you know, just for material gain, but more that it's just for the end goal. So that is basically how you allow this technology to be in the hands of the many, because if you detail every step of the way, anyone can follow that blueprint. All they need is a little bit of perseverance. 
as cheesy as it sounds, like, you know, really believe that a rising tide lifts all boats. And so what that means in this case is by just completely releasing ourselves from everything or any claim of ownership and letting others rip it off, reverse engineer, build things on top of it, everyone's benefiting. Because the only real goal is to make accessible life extension pods so that we can all achieve the prospect of living into the triple digits. What drives you to have your company set up like this? Really for me, it's just about this mission, which is to basically fuck over the elite and the people that have power. Ultimately, what we're trying to do is by removing the concern of health and lifespan, it really frees up people, I believe, to be able to pursue their greater passions or desires without worrying so much about what it means for them to be able to afford taking care of themselves. So if you want to make sure longevity technology is democratized, you first have to make sure that your company structure is democratized and equitable and that your technology is accessible and transparent. That way, life extension technology won't just be in the hands of billionaires.